Welcome back to A Perfectly Good Podcast. I'm Elena. And I'm Malaika. And we're two Taylor Swift fans. Every week we pick a new Taylor Swift song to talk about and I chose this week, Malaika's choosing next week. And the song for this week is Superman. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go on to our first segment, Taylor News. <laughs> So, (laughs) this week is as dry as the Sahara Desert in terms of Mm -hmm. Taylor content. (laughs) She's been quiet. Absolutely nothing. Nothing from her. Um, Her nemesis did have news. Do we want to talk about her nemesis and his news? Quickly. Very quickly. (laughs) Um, If you haven't heard, Kanye is now running for president. Um, Don't fucking vote for him. Please, do I mean, not I know split the vote if you're for listening no to this reason. podcast, you're you know not to vote for him because you know he's a terrible person because you're listening to a Taylor Swift podcast. But like, seriously, please, for the love of God, don't vote for this fucking moron. <laughs> it's like, please, politics is not a joke. Do not write his name in as a joke. Do not write his name in, even if you want to. Don't split the vote for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it's not a game. You're messing with people's lives, and we literally are going to need every single freaking vote we possibly can get if we want to vote Trump out. Because, Please. you know, the Electoral College is a sham, and voter suppression, and pandemic. So, let's be serious about this, please, guys. I am begging you. <laughs> but, do you think Taylor's gonna say anything about it? Do you think she's gonna be like, F you, Kanye, don't run or something? I feel like <laughs> I want her to release a message about it. I feel like she's not gonna say anything because that would just be fanning the fire. Like, honestly, we shouldn't even be talking about it, to be honest. Mm. But, yeah, I don't think I don't think she's gonna say anything because it would just draw attention to it. That's true, that's true. But, God, maybe after the election, just, just a, a little jab would be nice. Yeah, that would be lovely. Oh my god. Also, there's a Billboard article that I sent you <laughs> that was like, Taylor Swift fans want Taylor to run for president. And I was like, I don't fucking want that. You don't speak for me. <laughs> I'm like, no, we do not. Yeah. We don't want celebrities in politics. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. People with degrees. Yeah. People with a background stop (laughs) just stop just stop and like the tweets they used were like clearly a joke and i was like i don't understand if this article is supposed to be satire or not like i hate it here (laughs) like we all love yeah like we're not dumb (laughs) (laughs) every single tweet i've seen that had anything about taylor swift in this election was a hundred percent satirical like yeah (laughs) it was either a joke or a 12 year old made it and they can't vote so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right i think that's enough <laughs> yeah let's go on to our little game of the week Woohoo! so this week we're doing a buzzfeed quiz because we have to i mean <laughs> we're, we're millennials yeah <laughs> that's all we know <laughs> <laughs> we're not even millennials but that's okay <laughs> we're not <laughs> No, I was just joking, because I see all the millennial stuff on, like, TikTok, yes. and people making fun of millennials, and it's like, I'm a Hufflepuff, I'm drinking coffee, I'm gonna go on BuzzFeed, and I'm like, those are all things I do, I know. but I'm not a millennial. It's so funny, because we're really in that generational gap between millennials and Gen Z, where, like, 
we're technically Gen Z, we're definitely not millennials, but we have so many of those millennial holdovers, like <laughs> Harry Potter houses and like BuzzFeed yeah. shit. <laughs> um. Okay, so the BuzzFeed quiz is called Taylor Swift has seven albums, but only one of them matches your personality. Take this quiz to find out which one. Are we ready? Yes, we're ready. All right. So first question, pick a color. Purple, black, gray, red, yellow, <laughs> pink, blue, or green. What are you thinking, Elena? Um, my favorite color is either pink or yellow. I feel like both mm-hmm. of those are going to give me lover, though, so I don't want to pick them. <laughs> I do like, I don't know. What are you doing? I'm doing yellow because that's my favorite color. Okay, I'll do pink then. Okay, bet. Okay, next question. Which of these is your, which of these songs is your favorite? 22, Me, Picture to Burn, You Belong With Me, Shake It Off, Enchanted, Gorgeous, or White Horse? Um, none of these are really even in my top 20, I don't think. <laughs> so, but okay, it's either picture to burn or you belong with me, for me. Mm, okay, I'm I'm gonna go solidly with enchanted. I do. Yeah, love I knew you were enchanted. going to. <laughs> right, I'm gonna say picture to burn. Ooh, anger, <laughs> reputation vibes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, pick an animal: cat, horse, panda, wolf, peacock, dolphin, deer, or dog. <laughs> oh. I have to follow my heart. I'm a dog girl through and through. I'm going to have to follow my past and pick horse because, (laughs) you know, years of horse riding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What is your best quality? My wisdom, my kindness, my generosity, my intelligence, my sense of humor, my courage, my ambition, my creativity. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Definitely not my wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm too stupid for that. Um, I think I'm going to say my kindness. Because I make an active effort to be nice to people, and I feel like (laughs) everything else... I'll say... Yeah. I'll say my sense of humor. (laughs) Yeah, you're a funny person. (laughs) Hopefully. You're a kind person, so... (laughs) Pick a dress. Uh, Um, I can't really describe these. These are all kind of ugly. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like any of them. I kind of... I think I'm going to go with the blue dress. The last one? Or the second one? No, the second one. Yeah, that has Out of the Woods vibes. Yeah. It's very beachy, very (laughs) cleavage-y, blue. (laughs) I almost wish I could do, like, the black one, but I can't really see what it looks like because her hair is covering half of it. Go with your gut. I'm going to go with the first one because I like the cut. All right, pick some shoes. I didn't look at this quiz beforehand. I had no idea how this was going to translate into an audio (laughs) medium. (laughs) So the shoes. There's a pair of heels with flowers, a pair of heels that are sparkly, some Nike sneakers, some boots with a small... Wait, those are New Balance, not Nike. Oh, oops, sorry. I saw the N and I assumed... (laughs) No, I just feel like it's important for, like, the visual aspect. Yeah, okay, sorry. New Balances. Um, Some ankle boots with a tiny heel... Another pair of heels, but boring. Mm. Black Converse. Some sort of looking like half ballet flat, f- ballet flat on the front, sandal on the back. <laughs> the back. Yeah. <laughs> and some, what Doc are the words Martins. for these? Doc Martens. <laughs> I like the floral print heels, but to be honest, the shoes I would probably wear are the New Balance sneakers, which are actually not <laughs> as ugly as they sound. <laughs> They're kind of cute. 
I'm gonna go with the ankle boots because I wear those a lot, but in black. Yeah, those are cute. All right. Okay. Finally, finally choose, choose a, a bag. bag. <laughs> okay. There's a pink purse with a yellow stripe, a really ugly red purse, mm-hmm. a black purse with a logo on it that I don't. It's a know. Gucci bag. Yeah. Okay. Jeez, I'm not culturally out of touch. <laughs> I know this one. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's like a backpack purse. A Louis Vuitton purse, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, blue fold-over purse, a big tan purse, and what looks like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, the you know the, like, puffy jackets people wear, but a purse version. Yeah. Um, that's ugly. Yes. Um, I really don't like purses that much, but... The one, I don't know, I guess I'm going to go with the backpack one, because that one is, like, the most functional for me. Ooh, I'm really vibing with the Louis Vuitton, so I'll, I think I'll go with that one. That one's cute oh. also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you get? What did you get? <laughs> I got I got self-titled. Oh, I got Fearless. Oh. That's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> not that bad. Fearless is honestly, like, my favorite album right now. No, no, I love Fearless. I just, the way that you reacted, I thought you had gotten Lover. So I meant, your, like, yours is not that bad. <laughs> I was just surprised that I got Debut. I don't know, I guess I picked the Debut song. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All Interesting. Right. That was that I was wonder, fun. I, okay, here's my thing. I wonder, like, what's what's up with this quiz because i think i already took the quiz once and i think i put the exact same answers and i got like 1989 last time Ooh, i'm kind of want to do it again "Mm." to see what happens (laughs) can we yeah i'm actually gonna do it again (laughs) okay well one more time just let's let's do our second choice answers or whatever i don't know let me see okay well i kind of want to see if it'll do it again oh okay like if i do i'm just gonna quickly do the same things that i already picked and see what happens yeah. Ooh, I almost oh i did the back. same thing and i got what? speak now <laughs> oh i got fearless this t- i still got fearless <laughs> that's so funny this quiz is a sham <laughs> you know what i love fearless i'm okay with it <laughs> that's valid i mean but it's lying <laughs> <sighs> yeah i'll try and find a better game next week i was just like could not find anything that was like good <laughs> so that's what we got Not, it's fun i liked it <laughs> <laughs> it was fine um that leaves us with a lot of time to talk through our song of the week <laughs> which i am thrilled about <laughs> yes in case you guys forgot we are doing superman a controversial song <laughs> very controversial um many fans hate it with a passion <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that really interesting. I guess I understand the critique of it being cringy, but I also just think it's really corny and cute, and I really like it. Yeah. I, I have a very long argument about 
Oh, I have a lot of stuff to dive into with this vis-a-vis whether Superman as an entity exists in the universe of the song, (laughs) or if he is simply a metaphor or, like, her imagination, so I- there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, I- I have an argument that this is actually one of the saddest songs on Speak Now, and it's underrated- I'll- I'll I'll talk about it Okay, okay. okay. Let's get into the facts. (laughs) Okay, so the song is obviously about John Mayer. (laughs) Her, for me, her worst ex. Like, yes, honestly. Not to like, okay, we our friend group did like a PowerPoint night where we like made PowerPoints about um, just random stuff that we were interested in and presented it to everyone. And I made two PowerPoints, and one of them was about like ranking Taylor Swift's exes. And John Mayer was dead last, because he mm. fucking sucks. <laughs> He's, like, at, like, how, okay, I don't know how to describe it other than we both do not like Sean Mendes, and mm-hmm. it's, like, Sean Mendes wants to be John Mayer, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, like, the root of the evil that is seeping into Sean Mendes is from John Mayer. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> like, he's not a good musician, um, he's kind of an annoying guy, Oh my God. <laughs> I don't like anything about him. Okay, let me actually pull up my slideshow that I made, and let's <laughs> let's talk about the slide that I did for him because, um, I I took notes, <laughs> so hold on. Yes, H- hit us with them. <laughs> so as I said, he came in dead last. Um, my methodology for <laughs> this <laughs> this ranking, um was there were four factors there was a hotness scale a nice scale like how nice he was to her um this is just based on pretty much nothing since i only ever song lyrics to go off of but you know whatever um how creepy they were um and how good of a muse they were to her so Mm -hmm. for hotness i rated him a one out of ten um he's he's just ugly. ugly Um, no if and or but about it. He's just an ugly man, which is unfortunate for him. Um, yeah, no, ugly. Also, he was, like, creepily older than her. Yes, that, okay, like, for my creepy factor, I rated him a negative 10,000 out of 10, because he was 30 and Taylor was 19, which is so messed up. Yeah, I do not like that at all. This, he was a, a man and she was a child. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm 20 and I would never date anyone older than, like, maybe 20... Like, this is for me personally, but I would never date someone older than, like, 22 or 23. Dating a 30-year-old is insane to me. And, like, having the ment... Okay, being an adult and having the mentality of, like, you know who I want to date? A fucking teenager. Like, I don't even want to date a teenager, and I only stopped being a teenager a month ago. (laughs) Like... Dude, I'm 19, and if you guys ever catch me trying to date a 30-year-old, slap the shit out of me. <laughs> like, if could if John Mayer came up to me right now, or, you know, someone who's 30, he's not 30 anymore, mm-hmm. and was like, hey, baby, I would be like, jail. <laughs> yeah, jail, jail, jail. Like, it's just disgusting. Um, yeah, anyway, to our younger listeners, um... If an older person takes an interest in you and tells you that 
you know, you're really smart for your age and you're really mature for your age and, like, that's why they're, like, interested in you because you're not like all the other people your age. Like, no, that's just a tactic to get them to want to, like, to get you to want to talk to them. Like, think about it from their perspective. Like, if they're an adult, why don't they date other adults? Like, mm-hmm. they should be dating mm-hmm. other adults, not children. What's wrong with them that women their own age mm-hmm. don't want to date, date them? Don't want to date them. You know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so that's just a little PSA. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we talk about those? So, I did a little digging on Mr. Mayor. Mm. And apparently, what's her name? Miss Blondie uh, Jessica Simpson. Oh, Jessica Simpson. Not the anti-vaxxer, as my mom and I recently got into an argument about, because I was like, (laughs) I was talking about how, I I don't even think this is true, but I was like, you know, Jessica Simpson, that pop star from the early 2000s, has a pig, because my little sister wants a pig. It's a long story. Um, And my mom was like, the anti-vaxxer? And I was like, no. And she's like, no, I'm pretty sure Jessica Simpson is the anti-vaxxer. And I was like, no, she's not. She's not. And I was like, no, she's the person that started it, and like the 90s or something and i was like no she was like 12 in the 90s what are you talking about (laughs) yeah no two different people jessica simpson the superstar um apparently her and john mayer dated on and off or whatever Mm -hmm. for like 10 years or something and she like released like a autobiography or whatever and in it she pretty much said that he like used her for like sex and like he was a sex fiend and like he was like super mean to her all the time and all of this stuff so he just um... seems like a garbage (laughs) human being and like these are all our opinions please don't sue us john fucking mayor but like (laughs) seriously in my own humble opinion um he sort of sounds like a human pile of trash I agree. And so the reason we know this song is about John Mayer is because in Dear John, which is very obviously about John Mayer, it has his name in the title, um, the (laughs) secret message in the lyric book is Loved You From the Very First Day, which is a lyric in Superman. So we know that they're about the same person. Yeah. Dang. Oh, we didn't say earlier, but it's produced again by Nathan Chapman. He's just out here producing everything. (laughs) Chapman. (laughs) (laughs) And it's produced and written by Tay, as always, Mm -hmm. queen of queens. (laughs) Yes, and of course, because this is from Speak Now, she wrote it by herself, because she wrote the entire Speak Now album on her own, because she's an icon. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Queen. (laughs) Yeah, so um, a quote from Tay. I actually have no idea if this quote is true. I just found it on, like, literally a blogspot website. And apparently it was from something she said on the Speak Now tour. Um, she said, quote, This is about, well, a guy as usual. This was a guy that I had sort of that I was sort of enamored with. This song got its title by something that I just said randomly in conversation. He walked out of the room and I turned to one of my friends and said, It's like watching Superman fly away. Wow. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's an interesting song. <laughs> yeah. Again, okay, first off, that's such a deep line, because I don't, like, I've, like, seen guys at parties or whatever and been, like, he's really cute, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine ever, like, having the mind, the thinking, the power to turn around and be like, wow, it's like Superman flying away. Wait, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just such a deep thing to say, which is why, like, I feel like this quote has to be fake. Like, no one talks like that. <laughs> but Taylor does talk like that. 
she writes like that, but I just find it hard to believe that in a conversation, she was like at a party, she's holding a drink, maybe. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, wow, it's like well, She wasn't away. even holding a drink because she couldn't drink when she wrote this song because she was 19. <laughs> it could be water. I don't know what she's <laughs> drinking, but she's holding something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching Superman fly away. I think it just goes to show like how enamored she is with him. Yeah. I, I, that definitely makes sense, but I just could not imagine saying that <laughs> out of my own two lips randomly. That's, it is pretty funny, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so walk me through, what are your thoughts on this song? Okay, I'm obsessed with this song, because, as you know, as our audience probably doesn't know yet, um, I went through, like, the biggest comic book superhero phase in high school, like, I calculated it once for, like, a speech I gave in school, and I owned over, like, $800 worth of comics, which is ridiculous. (laughs) Elena, please, tell me you sold those and got some (laughs) money back. Nerd. Oh, I know. Okay, in fairness, I bought most of them on sale because comics are expensive as hell. It was just me being like, if I had bought these all at their list price and wasn't gifted any of them or hadn't bought them at thrift stores and stuff, how much would it have cost? And it was almost $900. Um, So I'm, and I really like DC Comics and Superman specifically. I just find Superman to be just such a, just such a fun character. I know some people think he's boring, but I think there's just something really charming about having, like, a simple ideology and, like, I don't know. I, some comics try to make him more complex, and I'm like, no, I just want my himbo. Like, leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, I do think, like, not him is boring, but just, like, his power. Again, I, I didn't yeah, read the comics. It's mostly based on the movies. But he's just a little bit too indestructible. He's ridiculously overpowered. And the fact that <laughs> his only weakness weakens him to the point where he can't even move is just such an incredible dynamic. Because <laughs> he's either, just, like, destroying everything or he's... one thing. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, destroying everything or he's on the ground writhing in pain and there's no in-between. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Literally, there's only one thing. And it's not even from Earth. And you're telling me every single villain he goes up against somehow finds it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Please. It's, it's fun. Um, I like... Okay, sometimes they have Grand Kryptonite, though. Which is funny because it just turns him evil instead of making him weak. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's some, there's some twists on... Anyway, all that to say, um, I'm a huge like, nerd for this type of shit, and, um, I just think it's really funny because I know, okay, so when I listened to this song before I was really thinking about, like, the deeper meanings of the lyrics or whether she was talking about someone specific in her life or whatever, I'd always listen to this song, like, assuming she was talking about being literally with Superman, like... (laughs) I understand that it's a metaphor, but at the same time, I sort of viewed this song as sort of, like, a fantasy existence where she's in the world of Superman, and, (laughs) like, she's dating Superman, and she's like, oh man, I love Superman, but he has so many flaws, and here's the flaws. Um, and the reason I found that really funny is because, um, none of the stuff in the song works with the lore of Superman at all. (laughs) Like... I know the song is about John Mayer, 
However, we have to consider what Superman means in the context of the song. Yeah. Like, okay, if you view the song as her being like, it is like he is Superman. He's not literally Superman. I just view him as a Superman-type figure. Then that's mm. one thing. And then it's a metaphor, and then my things about it, breaking Superman lore, don't matter. Um, But if you view it as I do, as sort of a hybrid of, like... <laughs> <laughs> of, like, entirely existing in the Superman universe, and it being just about John Mayer, as in... She's in a universe where Superman exists, and Superman is John Mayer, and he has all the powers that Superman possesses in the same backstory. <laughs> I know this is so stupid, but it just makes me laugh. Um, then there are some things that I find really funny about it. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> this is me being nitpicky and a nerd, but saying he's got his mother's eyes, his father's ambition... It's funny to me because Superman is an adopted alien, so he doesn't have his mother's eyes. <laughs> like it's okay, literally but not when possible. I when I was like reading your notes, I was thinking about the movie Superman, and you know he's adopted mm-hmm. by another white person. Most white people have the same eyes. So <laughs> <laughs> think about it like that. As long as it was another person with brown eyes or whatever color he has, okay. <laughs> like he has his mother's eyes. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it, but. <laughs> I understand that it's not that deep. However, I think it's funny because the reason I think all of this is funny is because I think it just shows that Taylor doesn't know jack shit about Superman, like, in a general sense. Or maybe she just didn't care and she put it in the lyrics, but I choose to believe that she just liked the idea of Superman and didn't know any of his backstory, um, because it gets funnier. Um... (laughs) The lyric, he's complicated, he's irrational. <laughs> Superman is, like, the most uncomplicated irrational <laughs> superhero of all time. Yeah, the biggest critique people have of Superman is that he's too rational and too uncomplicated and generally she, I kind of should not care, she's just like, I'm writing this song. <laughs> And this last one is my favorite. Um, He's not all bad like his reputation. Um, Because this one I feel like you can't even get away with, even if it's just a metaphorical Superman. Because in no universe does Superman have a bad reputation. Like, okay, I guess in the stupid fucking DC movies, which decided to go grimdark for Superman, which is not the point of Superman, because the whole point of Superman Mm. is hope and the American dream, but whatever. Go grimdark if you want. But in general, when this song was written before, I think before Man of Steel came out, I'm not sure. Man of Steel feels so new to me Um, (laughs) compared to this song. (laughs) This song's like, it's like 10 years old. I know, this song is like ancient. Okay, Man of Steel came out in 2013. Yeah, and this song came out in, like, 2009 or 2010, so, yeah, so this came out before Grimdark Superman even existed, um, so she has no excuse for this one, um, he's not bad, like, his reputation is just such a funny line to put in the context of a guy you're comparing to Superman, because Superman literally has the best reputation ever, (laughs) 
of almost any character yes. in the context of the universe that they're placed in. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just funny to me. Um, yeah, and I know, I know, I know what you're saying. It's just a metaphor. You're being stupid and ridiculous, but... but I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's funny! <laughs> like, I, every time I listen to the song, I hear those lines and I'm like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Anyway, but I think this kind of points to, like, something a little bit deeper, and, like, I was talking to our friend about this, um, because I was trying to get the opinion of someone who hated Superman because, you know, most people do, and I felt like we should represent their voice on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and I feel like in that conversation, I sort of realized that, like, a lot of the stuff... I think a lot of the reason that it doesn't... The stuff that she's talking about doesn't really fit the Superman narrative is because she's kind of writing it from inside the relationship and maybe she sees all these things that are, like, red flags. Like, <clears throat> let's call them what they are. Yeah. Red flags. <laughs> um, like, complicated, irrational, and a bad reputation. Um, that's a red flag. Um, yeah. And she's seeing all these things as, like, maybe not so true while she's in the relationship, but from an outside perspective, we can see that they're kind of messed up, and so she's writing this song from the perspective of idolizing this guy, even though he has so many flaws that people have pointed out to her, but that maybe she hasn't seen yet herself. Yeah. So, like... Well, okay, because it's, like, that weird, like, dynamic, like, we were talking, like, we were talking about <laughs> it, and you were, like, like, I feel like these things would make more sense if she chose, like, Batman or whatever. <laughs> the notes yeah the, the point is like batman is an essentially flawed character right yeah. like everyone knows that no one has ever been like batman is just a perfect person but that's sort of what superman is is like this perfect kind person right and yeah. it's like she keeps on saying these traits that aren't like associated with superman but she's still again because she idolizes it him sees him as superman if she had put batman as the song <laughs> thing first it just would not work the same way okay second the off, batman would comment show... no no I, I know you didn't mean it seriously but i just mean like it would show that she saw that he had actual problems, actual problems. instead yeah. of like putting him so high on a pedestal that she could like literally not see any of the like red flags <laughs> yeah yeah and <laughs> i mean yeah, I mean, I said Batman as a joke, but, like, yeah. genuinely, all the things she describes are, like, extremely Batman-like. Yeah. <laughs> also, okay, I'd like to just point out, um, even if you view this song as a metaphor, I feel like there's a lot of lines in the song that sort of point to the Superman being the reality of, like, the con in the context of the song. Mm -hmm. Like, literally him, like... She talks about him, like, flying away, saving the world, and, like, you know, genuinely, it sounds like, you know, he's actually doing that stuff instead of it just being, I don't know, just a metaphor, the way he, she views him purely. Like, I think it's more fun to examine it in a world in which it's more realistic, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this song... I, like, okay, I understand why people say that they don't like it, because, like, if you're, like, read, like, reading it, <laughs> listening to it <laughs> on a very surface level, like, the lyrics can be, like, very, like, toxic 
50s household you know what i mean she's just like leave mm-hmm. i'll be here when you get back but the whole yeah. point of the song is like to show sort of their dynamic at the beginning of the relationship like it was never healthy because she literally did not see him as a real person like he was like a superhuman to her and most of that had to come from the fact that he was so much older he was so much further in his music career at the Mm -hmm. time and like he was like um the way that i read this is like the the fly away part is like doing like tours and stuff like that like literally like flying to different places and you know I can only speak from a place of being a One Direction fan. But, like, every time you're at a concert, people are like, you're my hero. Like, not to me, to One Direction. So, (laughs) I assume, like, the whole comparison of, like, John Mayer to a superhero is, like, the role that he has in the, like, lives of his, like, fans or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. This process idealization. Here's my counter argument. And this is sort of me going against what I said earlier about Taylor not knowing shit about Superman. Um, I feel like, okay, Tall, Dark, and Superman, he puts his papers in his briefcase and drives away to save the world or go to work. It's the same thing to me. Um, I feel like the papers in the briefcase, like, really evokes that classic, like, early Superman image of, like, Clark Kent, you know, (laughs) going off to work at the, whatever the hell the newspaper is called. (laughs) Daily Planet? Yeah, I don't know. I'm such a bad nerd. I literally haven't engaged in that content in years, but yeah. Keep it that way. Honestly, yeah. Um, But anyway, that really evokes um, that to me. Also, to save the world or go to work, I know that that could be viewed as, like, you know, whatever, but also the fact that, like, Superman is, like, a journalist in his day job... It sort of feels like save the world or go to work. They're the same thing to me. Um, I don't know. I guess that could be a metaphor, but it also kind of works in that other sense of, like, she views his work as saving the world, which would make sense in the context of Superman being a journalist. I don't know. That's, like, silly, but... Well, I think that, like, she had to root it to something, like, pop culture. Like, I do think Mm -hmm. she is using Superman imagery. Like, if she wanted to keep it as, like, not a metaphor, she could have easily named the song Superhero and just made it, like, (laughs) more about John Mayer. But I think she's using all of these, like, lead-ins to, like, Superman and what he means for, like, fans to, like, allude to what John Mayer means to his fans. I wish I knew more about what he means to his fans. (laughs) I don't know. But I think there's, like, a lot of it that just shows how, like, how toxic it is because she's so young and she literally like put him on such a pedestal Mm -hmm. and like like um dear john is like one of my favorite songs and there's so Mm -hmm. many like tie-ins from like this to dear john like the first line is um long were the nights when my days once revolved around you that's what superman is about yeah like her waiting for him day and night like i'll be here come back to me please yeah um And then, like, he's not as bad. He's not bad, like, his reputation. I can't hear a single word they say. Parallels to, like, the lyrics in Dear John, where she's like, and I look back and regret how I ignored when they said, run as fast as you can. Mm -hmm. So I just think, like, I don't know. There's so many parallels between the songs. So it's, like, clearly when she wrote it, she was, like, in the thick of the relationship. Like, you know, she was still so enamored. But it's cool that, like, when she was out, she could, like, kind of like draw these strings between like how she saw the relationship and how she sees it now Mm -hmm. but yeah I just think I think it's a sad song knowing 
how the relationship ended because the more you listen to it the more you see that she like really put her heart on the line and she was like Mm -hmm. really all in then you're just like dang wow (laughs) yeah no I agree and that's like a great point also I had a theory so so remember when we somewhat recently found out that the album was supposed to be named Enchanted instead of Speak Mm -hmm. Now or whatever I think that like Superman as a song, because you know it's only on like the deluxe version or whatever of Superman. Yes, now. okay, I was literally about to say this. Okay. <laughs> 100%. It would have, like, it just makes so much more sense if it was like on Enchanted to like, as like a storyline yes. thing. Yes. It yes. would either be like the opener or like the second song, because I don't know. Enchanted is a very good opener if the album was named Enchanted, but like, ugh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and it just makes okay. sense because, you know, Enchanted, a story, Superman. I feel like, okay, because. Superman and ours were both, like, promotional singles, and ours got a music video even though it's a bonus track, and, like, I don't know the timeline of events, like, I don't know when they broke up in context to when the album was being released and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, okay, here's my theory, though, um, I think that it's pretty clear that she wrote ours, which is also about John Mayer, um, and Superman, or while she was in the relationship with John Mayer, and then a lot of the other songs came after they broke up. Mm -hmm. And I feel like ours and Superman got relegated to bonus tracks because they romanticized the relationship so much, and it just wasn't how she felt anymore. Yeah, and it also just didn't match the theme, sort of, of an album called Speak Now, because it just, it wasn't the sound anymore. (laughs) So it makes sense if, like those two tracks were maybe meant to be on the album and then they got cut because I feel like ours is such a good song and obviously it got like a music video which is kind of weird for it being a like a deluxe track to get a music video yeah um but yeah I just really I think that's interesting that the two songs that like lift him up so much in a very personal way like Sparks Fly is also very positive towards him and stuff like that, but that song is more about just, like, romantic chemistry in general and not so much about the specific relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you Whereas mean. these two seem like they were very personal songs to her about, like, really personal stuff that she felt about this specific relationship, and yeah. her feelings then changed so much that those songs just did not reflect her feelings anymore. Yeah, and, you know, as not a comic book fan, um, <laughs> I don't fully remember what Lois Lane's job was, but I thought it was really interesting. She was interesting. also a journalist. Okay, okay, that's that's what mm-hmm. I thought, but I couldn't remember, but I thought it was really interesting that the Hours music video was, like, an office, like, I just always assumed that it was, like, also a journalistic office or whatever, <laughs> and that it was, like, alluding even more to Superman as a song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, that's just, you know... Where my no, mind that would was make at. sense. <laughs> I kind of dig that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, okay. The more I look at the lyrics, especially with your interpretation, I understand that, like, she wasn't going for how I read it. But I'm still going to read it the same way because I think it's more fun. Oh, I just definitely. think it's more fun. Like, I've always viewed this song as, like, her one really like out of the box fantastical song and i'm going to continue viewing it that way because it's fun for me (laughs) i I just meant like my thesis about the song is more towards the people who dislike it because 
they say oh, no. it's toxic. I like, think the that point you're correct. Is, yeah. <laughs> no, to them, the point of the song well, is that it's toxic. You know yeah, what I mean? No. <laughs> yeah, I fully agree with you. And I do think that's how it's meant to be read. However, just because something was intended to be read a certain way doesn't mean I'm going to read it that oh, way. No. no, no, no. Keep it that way. <laughs> I think it's a lot more fun to read it as, you know, she lived with actual Superman. Yeah. It's just more enjoyable to me personally. Yeah. But the song itself is just a bop. Like, I love that song. Just yeah, a, a dance. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Do you have a music video idea for this song? Honestly... The only thing I have is, like, literally, like, scenes from the movie of Superman. I think it would just be so fun (laughs) if she, like, recreated sort of what Superman was. But then maybe at the end she had a little twist and then she takes off her, like, suit and she's Superman (gasps) or something like that. I don't know. Something to be like, I was lying. I am my own person. (laughs) I actually love that. That's really cute. I had an idea where it was, like, okay, she's, like, it's, like, a normal world that they live in but she's watching superman on the tv and then her boyfriend like leaves her work and then she goes into this extended daydream where he's like actually superman and like there's like a bunch of really cute scenes of like them being like flying like you know like the classic like superman saves lois lane from something and then they fly away together into the sunset that'd be really cute yeah and then like it comes back to like i don't know I guess at the end, it would just be, like, you know, she's watching the TV or whatever, and it was, like, a daydream, but she still, like, thinks of him that way. I don't know. It would be cute. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's actually really yeah. cute. Yeah. Aww. I, I don't know. I just, I like superheroes. <laughs> Dude, if we are ever rich, can our whole, like, lives be dedicated to, like, making Taylor Swift music videos music like videos? we'll hire joseph Kahn, and taylor swift doesn't even have to be in it it'll just be us, us. It, <laughs> making videos for her songs <laughs> that would be so perfect i love that we have to we have to get rich yeah well that's how that goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um, so where does this song rank on your list um this one's high for me it's number 24 yeah it's number 26 for me which is higher than i thought only yeah, because I, that's higher than I thought would have thought for you. Yeah, only because it's only two after State of Grace, and I just love State of Grace <laughs> so much more than this song. So it's just a little confused seeing them so close on the list. But like, <laughs> I I do love this song. So <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I just saw your song for next week. <laughs> okay, so I picked the. So uh, do we have anything first? Let's close up. Do we have anything more to say for Superman? I think I said all that I should say about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't have anything else to say to add. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, for the song for next week, I was thinking the lucky one, only because hear me out here. Okay. There was not enough um conflict in this episode cuz we both love Superman. But yeah. I know you hate the lucky one. I love the lucky one. Next okay. episode will at least be spicy <laughs> with conflict. <laughs> hate Hate is a strong word. Um, normally I say hate is a strong word because I have strong feelings, and I do have strong feelings, but, um, I don't know if I hate this song. I just immensely dislike it and would never voluntarily listen to it ever. Well, get ready to listen to it at least (laughs) once because, (laughs) um, we'll be analyzing it next week. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay, okay. It's actually good because 
I feel like we need to dig into songs that are, like, lower on our list. Yeah. So that we're not doing, like, songs we love, and then we run out of songs we love, and then, like, all the songs we have to do are songs we don't like that much. Yeah. And we kind of have similar opinions on a lot of songs, so mm-hmm. this will bring a little... This a is little... our biggest con- point of contention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love this song. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Thank you guys for listening. Um... If you like this podcast, please give us a rating on iTunes. It helps other people find the show, and we want as many people as possible to listen to it um, because we put a lot of work into it, and we really want other people to enjoy it as well. So if you like it, please give it a nice review. Five stars, por favor. (laughs) Also, please consider following us on our Instagram, at perfectlygoodpod. Um... We just post and let you guys know when the next episode's coming out. And we post the yes. little games of the week. Um, so you can do those if you forget what they are. <laughs> yes. And you can, like, put them on your Instagram story and tag us. It's really cute. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all we have to say for this week. Yep. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Malaika. I'm Elena. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.